Macmillan Audio presents Fireworks Over Tokoa by Jeffrey Stepakoff. Read for you by Kathleen McInerney. Discovery. Tokoa, Georgia, 2007. The two boys rode their mountain bikes along the soft, uncovered lake bed between the Bartom's Field subdivision and the old Holly Hills property. In 1955, the Army Corps of Engineers dammed the Savannah River, creating Lake Hartwell and flooding nearly 56,000 acres, pretty much everything for miles along the Georgia-South Carolina border. There were stories of people refusing to give up their land. Some reportedly met work crews with shotguns. But in the end, the government won out. The low-lying pine forests were cut down, and any outbuildings in the floodplains hastily bulldozed. Where creeks once rambled through quiet woods to the northeast of Tacoa, gated golfing communities now rimmed the wide fingers of the massive, artificial reservoir. This history was lost on the two boys. To them, the lake was simply a backyard, a place for water skiing and motorboating, a selling point for the area's multitudinous new developments spiraling out from the waterfront. But the record drought that had plagued Georgia since mid-2006 now made water sports, and even swimming in some areas, potentially hazardous. Rotting sorrel stumps jutted through the water. Mud-covered rocks lay exposed. So on this day, because playing in the water was not an option, the two ten-year-olds rode their bikes along the dirt of the lake bed that had been submerged just a few months ago. It was sludgy and uneven, and though their knobby tires were designed for such things, riding was difficult. The muddy moonscape was peppered with granite and decayed roots, and the occasional beer can oxidized through with rust. As they were navigating and trying to maintain enough speed to stay upright, something caught their eyes, a glint of metal, a shiny sparkle off glass. They fishtailed their bikes to a stop. Both looking intently, they saw sunlight reflecting off something wedged under a stack of large, smooth river stones. The low water line lapped at the stones, the sort the boys had seen embedded in chimneys in multi-million dollar faux rustic cabins. They dismounted their bikes, dropped them, and headed toward the river stone pile, following the glistening light that shone off something that looked very much out of place here. It was something that no one had seen for more than six decades. Something that, if not for this record drought, may never have been seen again, as the cabin and its bulldozed riverstone chimney had been underwater since the summer of 1955.